Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Ekaterina Walter. She is the CMO of Branderati that helps brands identify their most passionate advocate influencers and take those relationships to the next level, thus driving brand advocacy and loyalty. She is also a social media trailblazer, passion provocateur, and author of the Wall Street Journal bestseller, Think Like Suck, the, bi- the five business secrets of Facebook's improbably brilliant CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, as well as her recent one, The Power of Visual Storytelling, how to use visuals, videos, and social media to market your brand. She is a recognized business and marketing thought leader, and a sought-after international speaker, a regular contributor to leading-edge print and online publications such as Forbes, Fast Company, Huffington Post, and Entrepreneur. Women of the World, Miss Ekaterine Walter. Welcome to the show. Hi, Marie. Great to be here. Thank you, and we are honored to have you on our show. So. Let's um, start. I really like what you're doing with your business and you are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build this uh, special business you call your own. So as a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about it, but these are just general questions that I have in mind. Let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who wants to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Um, yes, yeah, so I am a marketer by trade, um, even though I've, I've tried multiple different things, marketing is where I'm, I'm really passionate about and I've done it for, for a number of years, um, you know, at brands like Intel and Accenture and others. Um, and I, you know, one of the things that um, I found is um, sort of in this new social digital revolution, social media space, um, folks been sort of clamoring for the numbers, right? How many people I have following me? How many people I have fanning me? And sort of this this whole big, you know, number game. Um, but what I found the most effective is when you build networks of niche people who are really truly advocates um, and passionate not not only advocates of your brand but passionate about a particular subject matter that you are also passionate about um, and just kind of really truly building relationships with them so Branderati we have a platform that enables um, 
brands and, and businesses and, and agencies and media companies to create networks of truly passionate folks. So either it is your customers or it is influencers in the industry um, or it is even your own employees and really truly drive those relationships to the next level where the ROI, the return on investment is much higher than you know millions and millions of fans you might have on Facebook but you don't really know them, you don't engage with them every day um, on a personal level and so that's that's what sort of prompted um, the the birth of Brandarati um, to help brands real, and companies realize that that actually is something that they need to look at differently. So your business obviously found a need and filled it. So can you tell our listeners what was the current market conditions at that time and how do you feel that your business strategy rose to meet that need? Well, that's 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 the thing is right that the marketers have been um, trying to reach as many people as possible um, with buzz and awareness but that really didn't ensure the fact that that people will buy will buy your product will buy your service and build relationships with you it didn't ensure the brand love and brand advocacy that you could grow and so the platform like ours really truly allows you to do it on a more personal level so that is that is definitely sort of where the market is going and um, we're happy to work from different for, with different brands from different industries um, to allow them to do that. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Now, your business has a vision to be the market leader in your niche and I'm sure that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners, but they really like to know what was your initial vision? You know, that vision you see for your business that continues to make you drive towards success day in and day out. It's, it's, it's doing, it's creating connections and doing things right. I think, you know, I think every, every business, um, that that's worth anything the whole idea is to help people do something better easier faster to, to really provide utility and and that's our way to really give back to brands and say this is how we can help enable you to do it right and and help you be here 10 15 years from now um, you know there's definitely in, in any business so I, I talk in, in my first book a lot about business innovation entrepreneurship and, and I talk, there's five P's that I focus on, which are passion, purpose, product, people, and partnerships. And, you know, I talk about the purpose. And, and the thing is, yes, people start their businesses in, and they keep in the back of their mind the money-making aspect. Obviously, everybody needs to live and survive and, and, and any business needs to make money. But some of the best businesses, they have a other vision in mind besides making money, right? What do you really want to do? For example, Facebook, Zuckerberg has always been and since um, still his only and sole purpose in business um, absolutely supports his vision, which is um, connect people around the world and make the world more open, right? And so his latest acquisition, for example, of WhatsApp and Instagram um, and other moves, everything he's done um, with Facebook and with the partnerships he established is to do that. Um, so so you always want to have a vision that's that's just beyond just you or beyond just making money, right? MySpace um, was a great leader in the industry and why Facebook beat it is because they went after money-making elements 
moment before they they thought about users, right? And Zuckerberg was always about sort of users, 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 and making sure their experiences are always preserved. So I think I think Marie, it's a combination. Your vision should be really a combination of yes, we at some point want to make money, but we also want to make sure that there is there is a need. We, we somehow want to help people to live their lives better. Yeah, that is huge. And I like the vision that you said, helping brands out there do the right thing to be able to survive 15 years and beyond. Because that is, I think, it's really important to for other for companies out there or for businesses out there to understand that we, we are here for not only for the profits, but for the purpose and to have that long-term vision of being of service to our clientele. So thank you for sharing that and, and your perspective on that topic. Now, let's talk about the personal qualities that help you to succeed. You know, women entrepreneurs these days are extremely organized, more so than their counterparts. They have attention to details. They stick to what they do. They have this uh, glue-like qualities that can be admired by a lot of people who are not quite at that level in their business. And one of those qualities is tenacity, the ability not to quit when faced with that situation. And it appears that you have that special quality. So what do you think about that? How did you, or did you actually use that in the times when doubt, worry, and fear might have set into your mind? Oh, absolutely. You know, you don't, you're not doing something right if you don't have a fear, if you don't, if you're not faced with doubts. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the, the critical piece about it is not, not to be afraid of failure, but when you fail, um, get up, learn from it, and continue, right? Just that tenacity that, that you mentioned. Um, I, I think the, the critical thing is to realize that um, you are part of, of you're part of the world um, where you're not the sort of the only one, right? And what I mean by that is, is um, what is your network? What is the support system that surrounds you? How are you building that network? When you go in a business for yourself, if you don't know anybody, it's so tough to start building that business. But when you go in the business for yourself and you've already build a very strong foundation you know here's the people who might introduce me to vcs here's my friends who work at multiple different you know brands who who might want or require my services um here's people who i helped throughout the last you know x number of years so my point is that i think building your network before you need it is a huge quality that that sort of comes naturally more to men than women um, not necessarily but but just because um, men are so such natural sort of connectors and and they're very confident about who you, who the, who they are and women you know we tend to be more we'll play a supporting role we'll we'll sit in our cubicle and eat, eat our lunch alone every single lunch because we want to get the work done right we as women we need to to get out there we need to get out there and show our personality we need to start building connections and really truly nurturing your network because nothing there is no thing such as a self-made man not nobody achieves um, everything by themselves and so you know we're parts of thousands of interactions and thousands of hundreds and thousands of people we meet and so I think that's another thing that's really truly helpful 
is is understanding that um, asking others how may I help you today so you potentially um, can build a network that could help you tomorrow uh, is I think a critical quality that helped me with anything I'm doing including putting my you know including my book um, getting on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list is because I had that network that rallied around me and believed in the content and and helped um, promote it so definitely tenacity um, definitely dreaming and making sure you know you don't give up on your dreams but also building a set of people who not only will help you but also work for you to create the business of your dream right so th those are just some of the critical things I think are worth mentioning you said those ones brilliantly I mean the fear you said about you not doing something right if you're not feeling the fear oh my god that is huge I really resonate with that and the other aspect which you eloquently elaborated is to build your network it's really important to, to find to connect with other people especially um, to have that support to rally behind um, networks that can be a support system for you. So thank you for sharing that. And you also touched about some big, ch um, some challenges and how do you overcome that. But I would like to dig a little deeper on what were the biggest challenges um, you have had and what type of qualities did you have that enable you to overcome those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Oh God! There's always a lot of challenges, right? One one of the the ones that always come comes up is um, how do you sort of how do you continue to learn and and stay relevant? And you know, a lot of folks say, "Well, my expertise is in this," um, which means that you know I'm probably not going to be a good fit. Well, I I've got news for folks who think that that way. You can learn anything. If you're motivated enough, you can learn anything. The amount of especially content and classes and, and, and just information out there is enormous. So you can shift your focus, you can shift your expertise, you can identify the niche that's available that you can fill and, and become sort of an expert and continue to grow. That's one of the things that I think people come up against. Oh, well, look, I've capitalized in the last five years on this niche and now I'm irrelevant because people, you know, world is moving ahead. So no matter how young you are or how experienced you are, no matter what age or gender you are, you still to stay relevant, you need to continue learning. And that means being open to going back to zero and admitting that you don't know something about um, about a particular you know topic theme a trend etc and and just in being okay with the fact that you are naive and and that's okay because naivete is a huge component of innovation um, just like I mentioned in both of my books right but but figuring out how do you tell your own story we're so focused on telling the stories of brands we work for of of our own small businesses and companies and this is great storytelling what is what resonates and, and emotionally connect but but the question is also what is your story who do you want to be where do you want to be what 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 is it that makes you happy and really truly not just identifying that story for yourself but actually shaping it up right because we're so sort of stuck in a day-to-day -day rut that 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 we forget that our own story and our own personal branding and and how we present ourselves is is also something that needs to be cultivated and and part of that is learning new things consistently and staying on top 
absolutely and to our listeners i am sure they have they um yeah they, you've heard something that's really going to be helpful i'm sure in your day-to-day um activities or in your day-to-day while you're building your business and i love that uh, that you share those challenges and how you overcome them because i'm sure a lot of our listeners can resonate in those and that gives us to our next uh, topic which i really love for you to touch on you know being a business owner such as myself motivation plays a key factor day in and day out and motivation could mean many things to many people in the business realm, for example, the ability to stay motivated is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click, click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family. So my question is, how would you look upon your business as a means to balance your life after work? Or do you carry work through your life? I think it's so individual. Everybody talks about work and life balance. Um, I don't think there is such a thing uh, if you both love your family and your kids and if you love um, your work. But what I will tell you is, uh, you know, people say women can't have it all. They can't have it all right now, but they can have it all at different times, you know, in a cumulative period of time throughout their lives. Balance in your life means sacrificing something. Um, and that means if you want to spend more time a particular week or month working on your business because you love what you do and you're passionate about it, uh, it's that that's fine. You know, this is the choice you make. We, we are so busy and, you know, our lives are so fast paced that, that there's there's a lot of things and opportunities that that come to mind that you want to grab um, but at the end of the day you know people ask me well aren't you feeling guilty away from your daughter and, and she's five years old but you know aren't you feeling guilty away from her um, sometimes for extended period of time and I say no um, I want to be with her I miss her but the reality is when she has a happy mother mother who knows who she is who's proud of what she's doing and the work that she's doing and something really cool that she's she's building, my daughter will learn confidence. She will learn how to go pursue her passion. She will learn the critical characteristics that we right now need to build into our younger generation, especially in a generation of girls that growing up um, and in some countries are taught that all they're ever going to be is playing second fiddle to a man, right? And that's not, that's not right. So I think, I think balance for a person is what they think it should be in their life. It is making daily choices that hopefully will continue to allow for you to spend time working and being with their family, maybe at different periods of time or in different quantities, but also hopefully keeping you healthy, right? Um, and, and, and that's tough to do, but it is absolutely doable. It, it is. It's just finding the environment and, and trying to be more productive when you're at work and then being really, truly present when you're at home with your, with your family. Absolutely. I mean, I used to say to myself and to other people that we make time to brush our teeth every day and if we make time for those important things be it work be it family be being be it being friends or you know like those we can do it so i like what you said about do it uh, in a way that should be done 
in your life or whatever your circumstance or situation situation is. So I agree with you. Work like life uh, issues is really like uh, I don't I don't want to say it a sensitive issue, but it's it's a challenge for entrepreneurs especially because we tend to. We are so passionate with what are we what we do, and we don't see it as work anymore. Um, we see we love what we That's do. That's right. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Now the next topic that we're going to talk about um, is one of the highlights of this of our show, and I would love for you to touch on this. But I'd like for you to to share us um, your book, and maybe from that um, give us advice for other entrepreneurs. And for those who are aspiring to be entrepreneurs, on how they can apply this, um, what types of special suggestions, advice, and lessons learned would you give them, knowing where you came from and where you are headed at? Oh, absolutely! Gosh, there's there's so many interesting things one learns in life, um, and I think one of the ones that I touched on is partnerships. Right? A lot of people think that they, if they want to create something, they have to do it themselves, and it's not necessarily true. But also, people are so different. So when you partner, the critical thing to remember is what are all the skills or things that the partners bring to to the table. Um, so you can build a leadership team of people one who's good at sales another one who's good good at design or or software development another one who's really good at marketing and and trying to build partnerships and teams that are really truly sort of cohesive and work very well together also look for you know critical things like uh, making sure that 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 everybody sort of contributes equally and and making sure that if, you know if something ever goes wrong that you're protected because a lot of times you create um, you know something really cool with, with people that you thought are like-minded and then you go you know separate ways and the mentality of how the business could grow and you just kind of get stuck because there's no legal documentation in place etc so I think it's balancing things like that that that's critical but I also I also think that um, sticking to your vision is important, right? Especially if you start getting into financing. So if if, if uh, you have a venture capital firm that that finances you, or somebody wants to invest in you, and you sort of start losing that control um, of, especially if it goes, you know, you give away more than fifty percent of the enterprise. Um, make sure you're really truly careful about that and balancing the needs of what you know your venture capitalists think this should be and what your true vision really truly is so make sure you do get a, a strong people on your board of advisors team to help you build the right business but at the same time don't compromise your vision um, make sure that that you create what you thought um, you really truly wanted to create especially if um, if people are positively and your customers are positively responding to it but that said again a balance of be be smart enough to see the opportunities as they come along and you don't have to critically change your vision but you could change the strategy in a way that it benefits you more so be flexible enough and be okay enough to change your mind I mean these are just some of the things of a long list that 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 you learn when you go through setting up business yourself those are uh, real takeaways that I am sure our listeners can uh, 
take away from this and learn from it that, that they can apply in their business ventures. I love those two things that you mentioned, partnership, building your kind of, we call it the board of directors with special skills that can help you in your business and sticking with your vision. I re- I'm really big on that vision, so I'm really uh, thankful that you share those uh, two, not only for myself, but for our listeners today. Now, I'd like you to expand more about the tenets of your book, Think Like Zach. For the benefit of those who haven't read it, I'd love for you to expound more on that. Um, you mean the, the five P's, sort of the secrets in the book? Yes. Is that, is that well, possible to share those secrets? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and there's more in the book, obviously. But, you know, I think like Zach is, you know, Facebook may be an interesting case study. And that's why I wanted to explore it. And I worked with Facebook as a partner for five years. And, and I, you know, I've seen the culture internally and kind of how they in watch them grow and and shape um but but think like zach there's a lot of other case studies in the book but it to me that that is more of a mentality right think like zach is more of a mentality of a leader who's really passionate about something who also shapes that passion into purpose for their business and also hires very strong teams so people who who will really take that vision to the next level and help them execute on that vision um builds a product that's supports that vision in an innovative way um, and also builds partnerships to to help bring that vision to life as well. So those are sort of a five P's that I talk about and um, each one of them has a set of lessons um, sort of in each in each portion in each chapter of the book um, that that show you not only why that they are important but also sort of uh, examples of, of how other companies sort of pursued them um, and and just sort of also gives you a little bit of inspiration. I, I've heard people commenting that my book also was a career changer because even in career, if you don't build your business, building your career is your business. What people don't realize is you are your personal brand. You are your personal business. And building the resume and building the experiences that you're building right now, they are then allow you to grow and you know make more money create you know better job opportunities for yourself so so a lot of sort of those tips and lessons that that you talk about it's that's not just applicable to business growth but also your personal growth absolutely i love what you said what you've just shared um those were golden and makes me feel like I'm gonna jump right after our call to get your book I'm gonna scour through it uh, from page one to the the end so to our listeners find that book and uh, devour it because I'm gonna do it myself oh thank you I appreciate it Marie now we can go on forever today or another weekend but we'll have to save that for another interview so Ekaterina, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you've done this, you've done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So I'd like to know who's your favorite superhero or superheroine if you have one and why did you choose it? It doesn't have to be a Carter. It can be someone you admire or someone you look up to. 
You know, the whole concept of superheroes is, is to me, is um, weird because I always felt like people spend more time dreaming, dreaming about something that's unachievable. Like, I want to fly. I want to, you know, be able to move the earth. Something that they, that human beings literally we know has been proven we can't do rather than dreaming about something that, that they can do. Um, and so I really don't don't have an answer to that question because I don't have a, a favorite superhero. My superhero is my, um, you know, my grandmother who went through war and went through hunger and she uh, also worked alongside of her husband at the times where women stayed at home and, and provided for her family and her two children um, and her grandchildren later on um, and, and really kind of maintained the positive outlook of uh, about life. She built, she knew how to build relationship with people and how to help people and be giving but at the same time be firm when it comes to the well-being of her family and well-being of the business she was in right so so i mean these are these are the women the superheroes to me are the women who who um sacrificed um a lot or sometimes everything for not only well-being for their families but sometimes businesses as well which we all know could be your own babies especially if you don't have kids right something and and built something in life that is admirable something in life that impacted somebody else so so to me this sort of the superhero the measurement of success is how many people have you inspired to be better how many people have you inspired to start businesses? Um, how many, you know, or, or go pursue their dreams for that matter? It doesn't even have to be a business. You know, what what sort of are you leaving behind um, as a legacy? And, and how many people are really truly smiling right now because of you? And, and you know, and then and sometimes the times are tough and it's tough to maintain a positive outlook. So my grandmother is an, an absolute angel and just one of the example of women who truly inspired me um, and made me better and helped me get to where I am. Your grandmother is a superheroine and I can totally relate to you because my mom, she was the, she's my superhero as well. She helped shape the way I, I am today and I didn't grow up knowing or seeing the superheroes. So I totally resonate with you and I thank you for sharing that perspective you have and to your grandmother, salute to you. We salute you. Oh, now, thank you. Yeah, now so... um. Is there an, a resource or a tool that you use that's radically changing the way you do business that you can share our listeners, plus uh, one favorite book that you can recommend them that will help them grow personally and professionally? Um, the the tool I'd say again going back to my point that ev- your whole success is your network right network because I cannot stress enough everything in life is built on relationship so I all say look some of my favorite tools are tools like LinkedIn right that allows you to connect with people and then look at look up their connection figuring out how are you because the world is so small I mean I grew up in Russia now I'm in US but I worked with people all over the world and I know a ton of people all over the world and even with seven billion people in the world it's still the world is small you'll be surprised who you can get connected to that you wanted to meet for your current uh connections it's literally you know not six degrees of separation anymore but like literally two um and so linkedin is a great tool to allow you to see 
those connections to find out new people and connect with them. Same, that's the reason why I like social media. I've met so many amazing people on Twitter that then contributed in the ways that I can't even describe to my life years, um, years later, right? Um, you don't even suspect that. So, so I say, you know, use LinkedIn, use social networks, use um, services like Newsly to keep keep in touch with with people and where where the folks that you know are being featured, so you can say hi or congrats. So, so use tools to keep up with your network and 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 understand sort of who they are and what makes them tick and how you can help them. So then, when the time comes, you can reach out and say, I would really love your support on something. And and so that that would be my tool recommendation. Books, favorite book? Um, it's the whole library. You literally, I read everything on, on anything. I read a ton. You know, I really love libraries. The fact that I can go in and I get as many books or multiple different books as I can. Now I write for so many national publications that people actually send me um, books on marketing and business. And, and you know, I read uh, a ton. Um, and, and I love it. Uh, so, you know, the, the, when the question comes, what's your favorite? Um, Everybody is so personal. It depends on what you want to go learn. Just go do the, the search and just read, you know, five, ten books. Um, read on the topic that you want to learn more on and, and ask your communities what have they read. So I prefer not to say what my favorite book is because there are so many amazing books that changed the way, you know, I think or inspired me in multiple ways. Awesome, awesome. And uh, I'd like you to share our listeners where they can connect with you and learn more about you um, so they can kind of watch how you grow and succeed more and they can serve as an example for our own efforts so we can be more than we are today. Well, the blog is, is houses all of the content I write, which is a ton. I write a lot. So um, my website, EkaterinaWalter.com, so my first name, last name is one word, is where you can find everything on my books, on how to book me to speak and see my, um, you know, see all the content that I put out there. Um, and then if you just want to connect with me on communities, I'm very active on Twitter, have pretty um, large community I'm talking to, and, and obviously, um, any other social properties, LinkedIn, etc. Um, but I think Twitter is is where I am um, most active, and I try to respond to all of the queries that I'm getting. Um, so that's that's my goal to sort of get back to everybody and, and build relationship with folks. So you can pretty much Google me and find me anywhere. But those are my blog and Twitter, the places that I suggest you check out. And also, you're going to be speaking at the social media marketing world soon. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking all the time in multiple different places, actually, nationally and internationally. But yeah, social media marketing world is, is a great event because it's, it's dear and near to my heart. And um, it draws a lot of smart marketers. And this is a chance for me to catch up to all of the folks in the industry that I know and, and uh, build relationship with over the years. And um, that's where you can find me and connect with me and purchase my book and talk to me about pretty much anything. So looking forward to that meet as well i am really excited about that and by the way for our listeners all the fantastic resources and the links mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com you all you have to do is to type in the name ekaterina walter on the search bar 
and it will find it for you. So, Ekaterina, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Me, the women of the world, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you, Marie. Thank you. It's very kind. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.